Hey everyone, you're listening to Walking the Ropes with Blake and Caleb. On this episode, WWE Smackdown Review from February 26, 2021. Hello everybody, and thank you for dropping into this edition of Walking the Ropes. I'm Caleb. And I'm Blake. We have an awesome show for you tonight. Awesome. We- hold on, hold on. Awesome? Awesome, is that literally the word we're using? I'm going to um, take okay, no well. shit attitude right now. <laughs> All honesty, I'm literally just reading my script. <laughs> okay, continue. <laughs> the only r- word I was actually able to self-correct was I didn't say today. That's fair. <laughs> that's fair. Um, we'll be covering the news, uh, I guess, over the last, what, couple days, was it? Yeah, 24 hours. We, did, 24 we, did, hours we just did the show out. yesterday, so. Yeah, 24 hours. <clears throat> uh, as well as um, SmackDown. Yeah, um, well, the Twitter polls are going to be a little inaccurate for tonight because it's only been up for half an hour, 45 minutes. Yeah, but we'll go over what we have uh, when we get there. But uh, with all that being said, as always, uh, if you're new to Walking the Ropes, if you've been watching for a while, absolutely everything is available through our link tree, uh, which is available always in our uh, in our descriptions and bios and all that good stuff. Um, yeah, links, links to all of our stuff. I, it's late. We just went through a SmackDown, which we'll talk about in a second. I'm all out of sorts here. Social media, Twitch, where we go live, our YouTube for VODs, all the podcasting platforms and ways to support us like Redbubble and our tipping page are all through our link tree. There we go. Got it out. We're all good now. And, uh, we'll, we'll hop into it. We're going to hop, uh, into, into news first, any kind of news we might have. Um. <clears throat> I know my very first thing, it was the first thing I saw right after we were done our podcast yesterday. Uh, EC3 has uh, reportedly apparently signed an official contract now with Ring of Honor. Yes, um, I saw as well. So, I mean, good to him. Uh, I mean, he did some good stuff uh, with Impact, hopped to NXT, did... He did some decent stuff in NXT. I can't even say his NXT run was really bad. He did some decent stuff, and then he hit the main roster, and it was a joke, sadly. Mm-hmm. Um, so nice to see that he's found a home for the time being with Ring of Honor. Um, yeah, exactly. And wish him absolutely all the success going down <laughs> the line. Uh, what do you got? Um, Riddle mm-hmm. revealed the locker room reaction to Miz cashing in. Apparently, everyone or most people were shocked at the the fact that he had cashed in and won. Um, nothing really more than that. They were just kind of shocked. Nobody really saw it coming, which is kind of nice that nobody really actually saw something coming inside the company as well. Yeah, that that's neat to know. That's neat. Um, I mean, I know a lot of the time the cash-ins are like last minute. Like Rollins. Rollins was literally like the hour before. They still like... They just told him, like, be ready. Because, like, they still weren't sure about him cashing in at Mania and that. Yeah. Um, so, obviously, it, it... Do it and whatever, yeah. Yeah, like, coming across as a surprise. The thing is, is, like, even to us, it was like, oh, wow, he, he finally did do it. But at the same time, they set it up almost so he couldn't miss. Yeah. So, so it's it's interesting, though, to, to hear that. For sure, for sure. Um, Lacey Evans uh, officially confirms her pregnancy, uh, uh, lays it all out, you know, not storyline, it was real, you know, 
Um, so I, I mean, just wishing her all the best going forward. Hope the pregnancy goes smoothly and, and congratulations. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Our, Hope know. it goes smoothly. Yep. Uh, you got more? Uh, in 2008, the Elimination Chamber, the Undertaker, he <laughs> goes through the door. Apparently, that was not supposed to happen. <clears throat> yeah, so I had actually just read a thing earlier. I'm not sure who the ref was that was talking about it. I didn't grab the name. It's not even in my thing here. Uh, I um, know Jimmy Corderas was involved. He was involved, but it was a different ref th- who yeah. just recently did this interview. Um, I read it earlier. Uh apparently he got absolutely like chewed out by john laurinitis for it even though him and corderas were in the chamber yeah exactly. which i don't remember two refs being in the chamber i'm really confused there i'm gonna have to go back but it says that they were both in the chamber and i'm like i don't remember two refs like was a ref knocked out in that match and they subbed somebody in or hmm. but anyways apparently <clears throat> apparently uh Laurenitis chewed them out even though they were in the chamber yeah so yeah but, uh, that, that just doesn't seem right um AEW Revolution sold out in minutes they put the tickets up uh, I believe it was either yesterday or today uh and tickets were were gone in a matter of minutes I mean we're not talking 20 30,000 seats obviously uh oh. it, it, thinking about it but even still in this era, even if it was <clears throat> 1,500 seats, like, matter of minutes, that's really cool. Uh, and, it, and it just keeps going to show, like I said, we're starred for this entertainment. And the second that they're like, hey, you're a go for, you know, as many people in a place that you want, you know, could be this time next year before we get that. But the second yeah. they're like, you're good to go, psst. You know, it, take sorry. take the chances. Take the chances. You're gonna fill stadiums. Like, For sure. you could probably uh, every new area of like, especially the states, every new area of the country you go, run the biggest venue you can. Uh, and if you you're worried about running like a stadium, run the biggest arena in the area. If there's a thirty thousand seat arena, run it. Uh, if only they had like a stadium. That the owner of the company owned. Yeah. That they could use. That'd be really like, smart. If only the Khan family. Huh. Yeah, but what are the odds of that? Yeah, moving on. Uh, you got any more news? I unfortunately do not. I, I kind of forgot to look for news, so I only had the amount of time we had between the shows. So. I can tell you right now, as somebody who took time to look for the news, there wasn't much. Okay. So, <clears throat> uh... I guess we get to move on here um, to um, the results of SmackDown. Uh, let's try and and be as unbiased going through the, the, the review as possible. And then when we get to our segments, that is where we can start showing our bias. But let's try and be as unbiased going through the results as possible. Um... We have Roman Reigns, Jey Uso, and Paul Heyman uh, opening the show, making their way out to the ring. <clears throat> As they're on the way to the ring, uh, we literally have enough time from when they start walking down the ramp to getting in the ring to recap the chamber. The chamber match from Sunday. Yep. So, Reigns is giving a promo about, you know, how it was almost perfect. 
and that he smashed Daniel Bryan and, and shit like that. And then he turns around and totally goes the opposite way of the promos from the past few weeks of telling Edge like he, he needs him and, and this and that to telling Edge to back out of the match and that he, he you know, Roman cares about him. He's got a family, you know, he's got kids and a wife and, uh, you know, that, that, that he's worried about him. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. and then Daniel Bryan comes out, uh, you know, talks about what happened at the chamber and yeah. basically the too long don't read uh, TLDR of this is Brian challenges Reigns to a title match at Fastlane. Um, and then for some reason, Jey Uso takes the mic instead of Reigns responding and he tells him that, yeah, and he tells him that he lost Sunday and that he's at the back of the line, Oos. Um, and if he wants to get to the front of the line, he would have to go through Jay. Because, you so. know, Jay is at the front of the line. Um. Anyways, unbiased, unbiased. Uh, and then Jay Uso attacked Daniel Bryan, literally hit him once, from what I remember. I mean, it was, uh, I think there was the super kick and then, like, a punch and then dumped outside. And, and then, then he the tossed him over the barricade and apparently Daniel Bryan was dead after that. Yep. Um, and, and then we get... Adam Pierce and Sonya Deville backstage talking. Uh, Edge comes in and asks what's going on about the uh, Daniel Bryan Roman Reigns match, and that it was supposed to be Edge and Bryan versus Reigns and Jay Uso at Fast Lane. <clears throat> That's and, the first time hearing of this. Yeah. So, but uh, anyways, we get that, and. Yeah. Then we get a tag team match. Well, uh, hold on. Before we get to that, right. we have uh, Roman Reigns and Jey Uso talking backstage. Uso apologizes, and Reigns says, don't apologize. Just get the job done. And then we get a little more of Edge, Pierce, and DeVille finishing right. up that whole segment, saying that it's confirmed if Brian wins the, the main event tonight against Jey Uso, he gets the match at Fastlane. Uh, yeah. And then we head into this. This tag match. Um, <clears throat> so it's Ray and Dominic Mysterio versus Otis and Chad Gable. Um, this honestly is... So what they did the first time last week, but gave it 10 minutes. I think. Yeah, actually gave it a match instead of screw a screwy finish. And then the heel turn, they actually gave it a a, a full match but like at the same time but it was the same thing <laughs> it also wasn't even really a match like otis and gable really got the majority of the offense which is the, interesting yeah like the mysterios hit their double six one nine um but like as soon as otis came in the ring that was that was it yep like so uh <laughs> He just seems to hit this big splash for the win. Yeah, every um, time now. Yeah, he he Otis hit the big splash on Ray uh for the win. That was about it. Uh um, There's going to be a name for it, but right now it's just they go it's a big splash. Yeah. And and <clears throat> also to mention prior to the start of the match, Otis and Gable were showing footage of what happened last week 
Uh, I just remembered that. Um, But yeah, so that's that match. Then we have Apollo Crews come out. And he starts cutting a promo, talking about his ancestry, talking about his Nigerian royalty and and whatnot, and made a comment about, uh, like, I, what did he say? Was it like a great-grandfather or something like that? Something like that had owned countries or, or whatever. He, he was it. some kind of leader. He was a king or something. And yeah. uh, he makes a comment about, you know, if Big E would have disrespected him, he would have said it like this. And he slips into an accent, which I'm not going to say much about. Oh, um, before he slips into the accent, actually, he points to his scarf that he's wearing <laughs> and says, these colors, <clears throat> these three colors represent what I'm all about. The scarf is green and white. Yeah, from from what I could tell, it was two colors. He listed off the three things. I didn't even write it down. I was so... Uh, wealth, power, and dominance. Cool. Okay. Uh, and yeah, then he slips into an accent, which I'm, like I said, I'm not going to touch on beyond that, and basically says what his great-grandfather or whatever would have said uh, about Big E. Um, Shinsuke comes yeah. out. And before much of anything happens, uh, Apollo attacks Shinsuke, like, right to the outside. He grabs the steps, goes to throw them at Shinsuke, and the ref stops him, and we head to commercial. We come back, we get the match. I don't know if you have any notes on it. No? Okay. Uh, I really know. Uh, oh, the ending, where Apollo holds the scarf. Okay, and, well... And Shinsuke, yeah. Yeah. I'll let you go from there, then. Yeah, I... Uh... I, I honestly it just Apollo Cruz picks up the win. Like if you've got something specific, like you can mention it. I'm annoyed that he just grabbed the scarf, pulled Shinsuke into it, and then hits the slam, as Cole put it. Uh and got the win. Okay. Um <clears throat> we get Reigns and Heyman backstage, and Heyman informs Reigns that if Brian wins against Jay, he gets the title match, and Reigns says, or no, d- does Paul. Paul, 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 yeah, it's, yeah, if he wins, <clears throat> so it was like, okay, Um, and then out of the blue, we have Liv Morgan against Tamina, with obviously Ruby Riot and Natalia at ringside in their respective corners, um, they kind of just, they go, I mean, it's, it's decent, um, but it's nothing we haven't seen in previous weeks between these two teams already. Yeah. And uh, except for, except for it literally didn't involve the regular finish. Yeah. There was no, there's no Billy K. Yeah. None at all. At all. Not um, even mentioned in commentary. So Tamina picks up the win with what I can only say is like a black hole slam, basically. I, I, that, that's, that's all I can say there. Or a sidewalk slam, I guess. Uh, trying to remember. I think that's just from the side down, isn't it? That's what Kane used to do. Irregardless, it's some kind of slam and she picks up the win with it. It, Um, and then we have Bianca Belair coming, uh, backstage, coming towards the ring to announce her WrestleMania opponent. Uh, and when we come back from commercial, Adam Pierce, Sonya Deville are in the ring. They welcome Belair. And I called this from start to finish. You can't say I didn't. I called well, it I... before the show. I called it 
before the segment, during the segment, it was the same call every time, and I got it right. We get video package for Oscar, and oh wow, are we really attempted to her to pick Oscar? We know that's the choice. Yep. And we yeah, get the video she, package. You, you know, she's been on Raw every week, making Oscar know that she is an option, just like Io Shirai, right? Oh well, then we get the video package for Io. Oh. oh. Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks. Okay. <laughs> and then Reginald comes out with with entrance music, and you and I were video calling at the time. We looked at each other and went, whose music is that? Who the fuck <laughs> is coming out right now? Oh, it's Reginald. He has music and a video <laughs> board package now. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. And he's done his thing he's done the past few weeks. He praised... Uh, he, he praised Sasha. He threw a little praise to Belair. But says she's not as good as Bang. Yeah. And, and, and that. And then Sasha comes out, you know, tells Reginald, like, I told you not to speak for me. And I wonder she, who the choice is. She basically. Her promo was basically challenging Belair. And then she's like, make your pick. Yeah. Um, and then Belair responds and fucks up her gimmick by saying she is the B E S T of WWE. I, I, I was like, I don't know. Is that something she's said in the past? Just because normally she of... goes, she's the E S T. Yeah, of yeah. But she was running through her stuff, and so when she got the best, I mean. But it just was weird that she did it like that because her gimmick has been she's the E S T. And for that one, she was all of a sudden the B-E-S-T. I don't know. I don't know. So, <sighs> it's just me being nitpicky, but... Yeah, I've, I've not heard her say it. So if it's if it had been like a regular thing she was saying to go along with it, like she's the E-S-T, like strongest, fastest, whatever, and then to say best that way. But I haven't heard her say it that way. Maybe it was no. an NXT thing and I missed it. I don't know. Maybe, but um, I, that's the first time she's ever spelt one of the ones out and then not said est of wwe yeah and so she points at the sign the pyro goes off which apparently is uh, the the thing now that signals the match is official if there's pyro a match is official um well in fairness how did taker select batista face to face yeah yeah but it wasn't like <laughs> like okay um it wasn't like they said I shoot like it's not like like it's not the first time they've done that. It's just on a grand stage now and it's like mm. Well, I, I just like how how with Edge with Edge he, he yeah. speared reins and he pointed out the side and it was like, Well, it's official because the pyro went off. I it, want it, every exactly. match I want every match to be confirmed by Pyro going off. If it's not, what's the fucking point? But anyways, um, after the contract signings, they they put the pen down. It explodes in pyro. <laughs> I'm telling you, they hired Michael Bay to produce <laughs> the, the yeah. WWE. But uh, they end up standing there, smiling and laughing, which I didn't understand. Beller's pointing at the sign. Sasha's dancing. It was weird. Anyways, um, they're friends. They're best friends. This is going to be the. They are B E S T friends. I'm not, I, no opinions. No opinions. Can't. No. I'm done. Okay. Uh, we get Corbin backstage. Sami Zayn's crew comes in, uh, and filming him. He's freaking out. They're so close. Sami comes in, starts asking him questions, make a, makes a point. Like, it'd be a good tag team. They could go for the titles. Yeah. Corbin yeah. tells him no. 
Yeah, and Corbin um, starts to yell at the cameraman, and all of a sudden he gets in one of the ones' face. Who is it? Oh, well, for those who can't tell, you don't know, but you could see a ginger goatee, and if you know, you know that that was Blake Christian. Uh, formerly of Impact Wrestling, for anybody who might not honestly be, be familiar with Blake Christian, he is a he is part of the largest uh class recruitment for the performance center yes uh this was very neat for me i just quickly noticed it i i asked you if you had saw it and you didn't and i was like okay that's something i got to keep an eye out for and we were later able to confirm it yeah so uh very cool to see him finally like i know he didn't actually like yeah he didn't actually not, do anything. He like he debut, but yeah. He did. Well, it's like going back and seeing like MJF as one of Samojo's bodyguards. It's you know? exactly now in the future. Whenever he gets a shot, they'll be like, "Well, did you see who was Sammy's com- uh, conspiracy camera crew?" Like, yeah, WWE.com put stuff out about like these people did this beforehand that's like i think it was i think it was cm punk was one of the like mobsters for like a yes. cena entrance or something um the the oh, what was that I mania say, 22 i want to say it was uh, mania 22 the one where like ray came out with the big head dress. yeah mania 22 um yeah well and then uh alexa bliss sasha banks and i believe charlotte for triple h Yes. Right? Yes. For Triple H at yeah. Mania thirty Mania thirty. <laughs> two out of the three or two out of the three? No, sorry. One of those members would be in the main event of Met WrestleMania a few years later. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah, very true. Uh five years later. Five years. Mania 35, yeah. Sorry to go off on a tangent, but it was a bit easy. Yeah, but uh, we move on here. Uh, Street Profits versus Baron Corbin and Sami Zayn. Uh, we have the Dirty Dogs, the tag champs. Uh, Rude and Ziggler watching. Every, um, match, every tag match is important for them because the, every single one of them could be a tag contender. Yeah. Uh, have they defended the I titles yet? Any... Uh, when did they win them? Against the Street Profits. And then Montez Ford was injured. So have they defended them since? No. Okay, so the match has is... the tag titles been defended since then? On so. any brand? Uh, the Raw ones have. I think they were defended on Raw at some point. I want to say it was the Lucha House Party who got the shot and they lost. And then they got the Tornado Tag like two weeks later. I don't know. Um, I want to call Cat, but I'm not sure. Uh, so, Zane's camera crew kind of keeps getting in the way of Corbin. Corbin's getting pissed off. And at one point, he shoves them out of the way. Uh, uh, when he's doing that, like, uh, I don't know what they call it. He slides out from the post to and, over. And, yeah. And they, they were kind of in his way. He's like, what the hell are you doing? And he and got taken out wing. there. Yeah. 
Uh, I don't think that was where he got taken out just yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He went. He got up on the apron from there because he had lost some oh. momentum, and he got hit into the barricade. Oh, Corbin. Yeah, yeah Corbin yeah. was taken from there. Yeah. Yeah, but he ends up getting pissed off and shoving them um, on the ramp. And, uh... Well, more specifically the one cameraman is the one that has been there the one holding the bigger one um blake christian i uh you did tell me his his real name uh christian hubble christian hubble so he is very evidently the the reason why he was involved is because um corbin is specifically got physical with that cameraman yeah so uh, pushed him physically out of the way there so they wanted to make sure it was somebody who would be able to uh face safely fall on the i guess they it's it's concrete right there or steel right there uh, i think that was on the, the steel end of the ramp yeah so i say. wanted to make sure it was somebody who could take that bump pretty safely and just not some random camera guy so it was absolutely a good way to do it for yeah sure. but uh we end up having um is it montez ford who flies over the top onto him yeah, because Dawkins is the bigger one. Yeah, and so he flies over as Zane is yelling. Zane gets taken out. Ford hits the big frog splash for the win on Zane. Um, yeah, we we get a backstage interview with Daniel Bryan. Um, you got notes on this one? Um, he says his chances of beating Roman are, or for the title, are better than Edge's. Doesn't know if Edge has what it takes to beat Roman. And then we get Edge coming in asking, like, so what, can Brian beat Roman? Uh, and and Brian's like, well, I don't know about that. Or can, uh, it, yeah, it, uh, if, he, he thinks he can. Yeah, he, he basically goes, so I can't beat Roman and you can. And so if you win the title, does that mean I can beat you? Yeah. And Brian's and, like, I'll keep that to myself. Yeah. And then we get... Seth Rollins' entrance. Yep. Yep. Uh, we do. I don't... Um, hmm. No, I just... We're not doing opinions on this point. We're just moving on. Yep. Uh, he comes to- out. He he starts giving his promo. Um, I... I am really sorry. I... I j- just... He, this he, was... He lost me. He lost all my interest. Yeah. Um and then all so of a sudden came out. And yeah. Yeah. Comes out, rips his shirt off as he's coming down. Um and Rollins just kinda starts picking away at him. Yeah. Um like the verbally. best part of this is basically after Rollins gets to his point of the 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 promo, he goes Embrace the vision, and Cesaro goes, nah, fuck that, I'm gonna give you the swing uh, for a long time. Uh, Gives him right a up really in, long swing. Like, to the point where Rollins' jacket, like, flew off, uh, everything. It was really good. I loved that, specifically, the swing. Yeah. That was all I really enjoyed. Yeah, and then he uppercuts Rollins, walks out, Daniel Bryan comes out, and we get Daniel Bryan versus Jay Uso. Because if you looked at the time, we had less than 15 minutes to get this match under. Yep. Um, you got notes on the match itself. Um, In the middle of it, we got a recap of Raw. Yep. Yep, we did. Uh, Daniel Bryan's knee is getting targeted. It's nice to see that we've got some continuity there. 
Um, yeah. Yeah, they play it out, and then they're on the outside, and they both get counted out. So that way, Brian didn't win and won't get the shot, I guess. Yep. They get back in the ring. Reigns attacks Brian. Brian tries to get him in the LaBelle lock, yes lock. Jay super kicks him. Reigns spears Brian, locks in the guillotine, and we close the show with no sign of Edge coming to save him or anything. Uh, yep. That 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 was SmackDown. Um, like a hundred percent up front and center. That was that was Friday Night SmackDown. Um. Ooh. What up? We ran that. That's less than a half hour. We did that. Yeah, yeah, because that's how that's how great SmackDown was. I. Do you want to do our Twitter poll before we do our results? Well, we'll we'll pull our ratings up. Um, so obviously, Twitter poll is still, uh, still up. Uh, if you want to vote in our Twitter poll, you can it's do so. Yeah, you can do so by going to at Walking the Ropes on Twitter. As of right now, it is yeah, split. Off there. <laughs> it is split fifty fifty, uh, between good show and waste of time. Nobody's sitting on the fence here. Uh, people are pretty certain so far with how they feel about this show. Uh, but obviously there's time left, so voice your opinion. Go vote. Tell us your favorite and least favorite parts in the comments of that post. Um, but we'll get to our rating now. Um, what, what did you give SmackDown, Blake? I gave it a 0.25. You gave it a 0.25. That is the absolute lowest score given to any show yet. The previous was a one. The previous low held score was by... a one. Held by SmackDown <laughs> uh, two weeks ago from both of us. That was the absolute lowest score at that time. And we have officially hit under a one. Hell, you didn't even give a point five, you gave a point two five. I gave it yeah. I gave it a point five. Um it was, yeah. in my opinion and your opinion, that fucking bad. It was a total waste of time. We could have not had this show and been totally fine. Oh, but we got Bianca Belair making her match. We knew that was the match. We got whatever the bullshit was with Reigns and Brian and I. Reigns' opening promo... Uh. Reigns' opening promo, I don't want to go off here like a super big amount, but he's I literally spent to, but I'm not gonna. He spent the last two weeks like edge, like I'm your ticket to the main event. I am the main event. You're not in the main event unless you're against me. You need me. He flipped out because he wanted Edge to pick him so badly. And now that Edge has declared it, he's you know, Edge, maybe you should back out. You know, I care about you. You you got a wife and kids. You got a family. I care about you. I don't want to see you get hurt. Um, okay. It's... Okay. I'm going to quickly compare this to what happened on AEW tonight. Or last, this week. Go ahead. You had mentioned that Kenny Omega's bit you did not like. 
Correct. The reasoning being was it did not in any way match John Moxley's intensity. Yeah, Mox had intensity, and Omega's, like I said, I don't mind the jokiness that has been Omega's character, but it just felt with what had happened earlier in the night, it just felt too jokey and too weird, especially going into something like a exploding barbed wire deathmatch. Just to give everybody listening a recap, just in case. For sure. In contrast to that, we were able to make a silver, or I was able to make a silver lining and a theory as to why Omega did what he did. Like yeah, he no, was there, he, he was there. He he had no TVs there, so he didn't see what Moxley said. Yeah, he that he was, was working on this. He was working on this extermination chamber all night. That yeah. he. Cause, cause it wasn't even a. I, I don't even think it was like a Marvez caught them earlier in the day. It was Marvez no. is with Omega right now. For, yeah, he found him somewhere near Daly's place or yeah. something like that. You know, Marvez so, is just running around the streets trying, trying it, to find it, exactly. Kenny Omega. <laughs> so, but in comparison to this, there was absolutely no intensity on either side. One. When we saw Edge, and I don't, I hate to say it, he was bitching. Yeah, he 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 was like, it, for anybody watching and listening, Edge is probably my number one favorite of all time. My all time yes. wrestlers, we have stated that you know that that top ten is is a very very packed oh. list, and Edge for many reasons probably sits at my number one. But yes. literally, all he did in his promo bits tonight was bitch. Yeah, bitch and wine, and I was like, "Ew, this is this is Edge. This is a rated R superstar. Why? What did you do when when Cena took what you wanted? You went out to Cena and got in his face. Hell, you went <laughs> to Cena's childhood home and smacked the taste out of his father's mouth. Exactly." Where is a fraction of this intensity? I'm not saying you have to go and demolish Daniel Bryan, but instead of going to Adam Pierce and Sonya Deville, how about we go and talk to Daniel Bryan and be like, hey, if you wanted to try to step over me, maybe you should try to beat me first. Like, here's the thing. We got that edge two weeks ago, I want to say it, on Raw, ripping the Miz apart. We yes. got that edge to Roman Reigns. We got it on Elimination Chamber when he speared him and put his hands behind his back and said like, whatever he said. Like, that was the ultimate opportunist. That was the rated-R superstar Edge. That is who yeah. he is supposed to be. And tonight just felt wrong. It felt like what he was doing when he was running with Vicky, where he would just run to the management to be like, they can't do this. And see, the thing like, is, he's not a would. heel. He's not a yeah. heel. So it, so even if it could have made sense, he's not a heel. It doesn't make sense. It, that's what I mean. Like, when he did that with Vicky, there was a way for it to make sense. Right now, he's supposed to be the sympathetic baby face. Why well, he's not sympathetic, but the, the almighty baby face coming in to save us from the dastardly heel Roman Reigns. And I was laughing. Yep. This, this is your, your set-in-stone world title match. And you give us that. 
Yep. Well, <clears throat> why don't we run through the rest of our, our things here, um, and we can talk about the bad of the night when we come around to the worst of the night. That... Okay. Just, 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 you know, to get away from our ratings here. Um, I apologize. I don't mean to rant. Maybe no, 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 we no. should. It's, it's maybe we should hit the um, the the sound here oh, for a second. Oh, it, uh, it's coming. It's coming. Let, just I let, so. let let's let's run through these. Your match of the night. <clears throat> uh, do you want to hit the noise for me? Uh, do you have a match of the night? No. Okay. Okay. So you don't have a match of the night. Okay. Just. Um, so, so, I, I, I grabbed one, I, I gave it to the Mysterios versus, versus Gable and Otis, they, they had, they, they had an okay showing, okay, yeah, just, just, um, we'll move on here, uh, segment of the night, uh, you got a segment of the night? Me neither, okay, moving on, uh, we're literally blowing through these, holy shit, um, performer of the night, who you got? Blake Christian. Okay. Uh, or I guess Christian Hubble to be nice to WWE for officially signing him. They're not likely not going to use that name. Yeah, it, they probably won't use his real name either. But it, they'll they'll come up Blake with Christian, something. Christian Hubble. Yeah. I hope they keep the name Blake at the very least. Yeah, exactly. Um, I I gave it to Daniel Bryan, uh, oh. because it, in his match they continue the continuity of the knee. A lot of guys will just forget it. They continued the continuity of the knee injury. Okay. Why didn't he die after one move? No, 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 no. <laughs> We're going to move on to our worst of the night. Um, <coughs> uh, headphone users before <coughs> Nuclear heat warning. Just, just let it run through for a sec. Okay. So, this is the first time this has been used in a while. I will give it a quick, quick rundown. That sound, and if you are watching the video cast, the banner states this is a nuclear heat warning. We pull this out when we have some strong opinions on, you know, whatever it may be, the news, the results, predictions going forward, stuff like that, that may or may not cause heat. Heat is a term used when, you know, People are basically angry about a situation normally backstage in the wrestling business. Uh, so this is our nuclear heat warning. And why are we giving it to the worst of the night? Because this show was a steaming hot fucking pile of trash. Yeah, if we thought Impact Wrestling's show was bad a couple weeks ago... This is literally them looking at what Impact did and went, what can we do worse? Yeah, yeah. I have nothing nice to say about this. The Bianca Belair match, if we got any build with any other champion, I might have cared about this segment. Okay, so 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 let's, let's in a sense, we've given, a nuclear, we've given a nuclear heat warning. We're on our worst of the night. Let's kind of run through without sticking on one thing too, too long. And, and, and But this is nuclear heat. So this is going to be strong opinions. We've already given our issues with the opening segment because it fucking blew chunks. Edge yeah. bitching to management was a fucking joke. Now, the tag match, uh, the Mysterios yeah, versus cool. Otis and Gable. I gave it to the match of the night purely because 
it, it, it was continuity, and we, we didn't get a match last week. We got a, a match, air quotes, this week, because it was a match. They gave them a bit longer, and it's what should have happened last week. And and then, like, the only difference is, is after the match, they should have done the heel turn that they did last week. They shouldn't have ended the match last week. So I gave it the match of the night. But beyond that, there was no fucking point to have the same match. Just, there's that. There's that. Um, Apollo Crews. Um, I didn't give a shit about the promo. Uh, I, I don't understand why they had him slip into the accent, and I hope to God it's not a thing going forward. I'm not even going to state my opinion on the accent. Nope. nope. It, it, it honestly, what it reminded me of was when they had Kofi Kingston trying to do a Jamaican accent and how awful that was, but easy as that. The start of the match was a joke. This is just going to be a thing for Apollo from now on. He's just going to be trying yeah. to throw stairs at people because, you know, and the, the he's match... going to have a stairs match like Big Show and whoever, Mark Henry. Oh, my God. Oh, my fucking God. We're going to have Apollo versus Big E at WrestleMania in a stairs match. Yeah. Holy fuck. Yeah. I want to know. Oh my god, can we stop reviewing WWE? Oh my god. Like okay. Can we just stop reviewing SmackDown matches and stuff? Like But that means that we're gonna have to watch SmackDown shit. Do we just stop it on the pay-per-views? If it's a SmackDown match, we just stop reviewing it on the pay-per-views yeah, too. We stop reviewing it and something from SmackDown happens. Okay. Okay, let let's keep moving here. Um Heyman informs Reigns about the stipulation that was made thirty minutes ago. Watch the fucking show you are champion of. Wasn't he walking by them when, like, because he would have been leaving, right? So he should have like, been. Wasn't that, wasn't that pretty much hard? Like, because that wasn't an office there, and that's that's the interview space where, wasn't it? Or maybe they no, no, were no, they in they office? were they were in the office. They were in the office. Okay, well, but the thing is, as champion and with stuff going on, should you not, you know, maybe maybe even go back a little bit and watch and even if skip anyways um mm-hmm. the same shit we've had for the women's division on this brand for for weeks now just throw in there nothing happened like nothing said the match had really n- no implications for anything and go figure Liv morgan takes the pin again because you know you've got somebody that the fans actually like why the fuck do something with them mm. Actually, that... give a chance, but whatever. Yeah, yeah. What was the point of us going through this whole fucking hashtag thing years ago? And this, this is not me saying the women don't deserve it. This is me bitching about what they've been given. You have such a talented women's roster across your three brands, and you have yeah. made a joke of them on two out of the three fucking brands. I'm sorry. Looking at the four women in this match, okay. If I can go through, let's take away the match. You've got Natalia, who is a fucking veteran. Alongside Tamina, if we're talking about veterans, you're talking two daughters of, you know, irregardless uh, of the people behind them. Like, like, let's take that away for a minute. The wrestlers... Two fantastic performers. The wrestlers in the ring. Two, two, of, two of the best legends. Two people that built pro fucking wrestling. 
And you've got them who, I'm sorry, they are both talented. They're veterans. They're really good. You got two up-and-comers. Liv Morgan is fantastic. Ruby Riot is doing a really good job. She's just got to find her spot. I'm not even going to shit on Ruby Riot here. Ruby Riot could be a contender here. Liv Morgan. They oh, yeah, she was out there. She was there. I yeah. forgot. Like, that's that's just it. Liv Morgan, they literally did this whole documentary. If you haven't watched Liv Morgan's documentary on the network yet, do it. I am such a huge fan of Liv Morgan. It's not funny. And this pissed me off. Oh, I agree. Like, this like, is how heated I am. I'm not doing this. This, is, this isn't this is for show. I am so fucking pissed off. It's the same reason I keep getting mad. Here's the thing. I keep getting mad at AEW for it, too. Give these women the spotlight. Yes. Oh, but they did it at Mania a few years ago. It's fine. Okay, so we have to wait another 35 years for us to give a shit about the women? Yeah, they gotta go through another revolution. I I still think it's shitty that we haven't had a second women's only pay-per-view. I'm sorry, the fucking Evolution pay-per-view... I don't care. It was fantastic. I loved that it got to showcase the women for a night. That 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 was the showcase, especially because they've been so underutilized for literally eternity in pro wrestling. And and they haven't given them a second one. And we're only getting one or two matches on the pay-per-views. 90% of the time, the matches don't matter. Well, like, continuing on with the women's, the next segment we got, we have... Bianca Belair, who we have, in contrast to what Edge has been doing, he has mentioned and visited every single world champion inside of WWE. Yes, he he has visited. I'm I'm not even going to make the joke here. I make the joke all the time with the 27 title. I'm going to leave that out here in in this warning. No, this is all serious. That's a running gag. I love doing it. But he has made it known to Drew McIntyre, and even the Miz with the Money in the Bank contract. Even, mm-hmm. he, Miz wasn't even the world champion. He made it evident to the Miz, like, watch it. Yeah, if you cash in, that's you then. That is me. The, the, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, he went to NXT to Finn Balor and Pete Dunne, and he was like, I'm looking forward to seeing this, but just remember, just remember who here. I am. Yeah. And then, like it's just... and then SmackDown. Sure, the focus has heavily been on SmackDown for the last two weeks. But the thing as is, as much as I still, wanted it to not be, he still went across. Belair yeah. showed up on Raw in a backstage interview, and I think that was the extent of it. She's been on SmackDown the rest of the time with Sasha. There literally hasn't been a mention of probably one of the greatest female wrestlers in the company. You know, Io Shirai. Mm-hmm. Like, what a disservice to fucking Io Shirai. They're somehow shoehorning Carmella into this story with as Reginald. well. Yeah. With Reginald. What the fuck is this shit? Well, I, I can only imagine this match turns into a triple threat at WrestleMania. Okay. Um, But to even go on from that, like, I had no care... In when she picked her person, when Edge speared Roman, at the very least, I was like, well, that's at least a cool moment. They were dancing side they by were side. dancing, smiling. Oh, I'm... No, your fucking opponent's at Mania now. She is coming for your goddamn title. 
fucking act like it means something. Yeah, like this is this is ridiculous at this point. Like you are two serious competitors for a world title inside I'm sorry. Uh, I, I'm of a, sorry. a globally recognized company. Yeah, I, I, I'm sorry to cut you off, but you were making a point and it just popped into my head, okay? We've made it evident we're, we're not huge fans of, of Bianca Belair and her character and whatnot. It, it, like, like we've said, maybe it's the fact that we missed the NXT stuff and it's not clicking for us. Like, like that's the thing. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's the case. And if that's the case, then I'm upset I missed the NXT stuff. But let's take away that for a second, though. What is Bianca's character? She is the EST, which is, you know, the strongest, the fastest, all that stuff. But yet the thing is, is she just declared Sasha Banks, her opponent for WrestleMania. And it was laughs and giggles and dancing. Well, how am I supposed to believe that you are this EST when something so serious like that was a fucking joke to the both of you? It was absolutely ridiculous. Get face to face. Make me feel something. Make me feel like you are a legitimate contender to Sasha Banks. Sasha, make me feel like you are the champion and you are ready to defend your ground. Who we've had friends face each other at Mania for titles because of a, a rumble, and I just can't pinpoint who it is. Yeah, like I'm, I'm sure there's stuff. I'm, I'm heated right now. I'm not entirely sure. Like it, it doesn't even have to be a matter of they have to be a heel face or something like that. But they both have we've to had double faces. Yeah, they both have to realize that this is for the title. This is your make or break moment. This is WrestleMania. My best one I can remember is Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels. Neither man was a heel. They Neither were, man was, there was, was a bad guy. There was a common mutual respect between the two. And they acknowledged they, it. But they both had something to prove. And that's exactly yes. what this should be. Neither one yeah. has to be the dastardly heel. They're... They can both stay where they're at. They can both stay like, I don't have beef with you, but I'm here to prove you only get so many WrestleMania moments if you get any in your career. Absolutely. Why are you making a mockery of this one? Anyone who is arguing saying, oh, well, you're just saying that uh, because you're comparing it to Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels. Take that match that I suggested, put that with any other person that is face versus face at WrestleMania. I care more about that match than this match. Yeah. I cared more about John Cena versus Bray Wyatt for the U.S. title. John Cena versus Rusev, sorry, for the for the U.S. title at Mania than I do this match. And that match was made the week of WrestleMania. So... We have the pos- we had the possibility tonight. Obviously, it's it's no longer there from the looks of it. For Daniel Bryan versus Edge, there was not going to be heel in that situation. They weren't turning Bryan heel, and they sure as hell weren't turning Edge heel because this is the feel good return story, which I'm okay with. But the difference, but the difference is, Edge made it clear to Bryan, if you are holding that title, you are in my way. 
Yeah. There's no heel. There's no disrespect. There's a common mutual respect. But you've got to realize you're holding the title and I want to be champion. There, yeah. And now, not only, well, I mean, we already knew the women's titles were jokes inside of WWE. But not only does that confirm this. But it just sets it in stone so much, and we thought we were done from it. Well, and I think there's a moment where, I can't remember why I said it, but the world title, like, there was a point at this show where I was able to point out that the universal title is not on the same level as the world heavyweight championship. I don't remember exactly what it was, but, oh, I think it's the fact that uh, there was, it, it, it was being put into a tag team match at Vaseline. That it ah, was going to yes. be a bigger draw than a world title match, and I mean yeah. we 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 had a had a bit of a debate about it. There is there is points on both sides, but it, it is definitely a, a matter of of you know if if the WWE title was in a tag team match, people would be annoyed about it. Mm-hmm. But they don't care because Roman Reigns. So my point is, if the so we're going to stick to the women's match. We'll, we'll talk more about this, what I, I guess, later. If we're supposed to care about title matches, don't have the two people competing against it be so friendly with each other. I guess since we're looking like Banks is kind of going to be the heel in this situation, how about we have her turn heel right then and there? As soon as it's confirmed, Banks is looking this way. Take title off, smash her over the head. Yeah, if you're gonna have a hard time booking double face or something like that, or a or a common mutual respect or something, then turn one heel. Because obviously, you guys cannot. Yeah, you guys cannot book this this storyline, Bel Air and Banks. You've proved it that you can't book it double face from what you've already I... shown us. So turn her heel, turn Banks full on heel, and make me care about the match because I fucking Absolutely. don't. Yeah, there and until SmackDown is able to make me care about this, I won't make my wrestler of the night a cameraman that isn't actually a, a wrestler on the show. Yeah. Um talking about the cameraman and talking about shit I don't yeah. care about, Street Profits versus Corbin and Zane. Why are you throwing Corbin and Zane together? First off, put Corbin Corbin literally asked that himself. First off, take Corbin out of this fucking King Corbin gimmick. Make him Baron Corbin again and make me care. I'm sorry, Baron Corbin is a great athlete. He can play a very, very good heel. So why not let him? Don't give him Constable Corbin. That was bullshit. If we would have had Baron Corbin versus Kurt Angle at WrestleMania and actually given them time, that's something Kurt Angle's bitched about recently, which I agree with. If you would have given us that, that would have fucking killed it but we got constable corbin which was bullshit now we got king corbin make him a serious threat like he is he is a big guy he can move he can wrestle he he's he's a fucking what is that golden gloves champion or whatever right like golden gloves boxer i was just about to mention that like are we fucking serious here you've got Sami Zayn, one of the best fucking performers I'm sorry, you don't know what Sami Zayn can do? Do yourself a favor, go and watch Kevin Steen versus El Generico, the 40 fucking matches that they've had in the past, and you tell me, you come back and tell me 
that he is not a good wrestler and I will show you a million spots in the match where he is one of the best. We aren't wrestlers, but we have watched so much good wrestling. I don't know if you can even hear me right now because yep. my thing totally froze yeah. for a second. Yeah, there. you were good. Um, We have watched so much wrestling like, that we can pinpoint. Like, I, Yeah, I hate to sound cocky. I'm confident that I have watched more wrestling than 90% of the wrestling fans I have talked to in the past. Okay, so so just to piggyback, not to stay on it for too long, I can guarantee you since the age of six when I discovered pro wrestling, pro wrestling has literally, when I say it has encapsulated my life, it has. If I wasn't playing a wrestling game, I was probably watching wrestling. If I wasn't watching wrestling, there's a good chance as a kid, my friends were over and, you know, don't try this at home, but we were fucking trying it at home because that is how much we were into this. As a kid, my life was pro wrestling. As an adult, my life has continued to be pro wrestling. I have sunk thousands of dollars into DVDs, games, subscriptions, merchandise. I literally have a thousand dollars. Not trying to, not trying to gloat. I'll, I'll let Blake get his headphones back on. Blake just, Blake just, just to got prove up. That I don't just shit on WWE. Yeah, just, just, just give me a second. I'm gonna take my headphones off too, and we'll make a because here. I've spent so much money on this thing. Because I love this company, that I want stuff like this. I want to win this belt, even though I didn't. Ca I don't care about what's going on. I want the I want to win this belt to make people care about it. So, I was just making the point as you took your headphones off. I'm not meaning to gloat, but when I say I've spent so much money, okay, no gloating here. I'm just making a point. This is literally over a thousand dollars. I'm sorry, a thousand dollars is not a small amount of money. This is a thousand dollars worth worth of stuff. I have pop figures of, of of wrestling. I I have merchandise. I have shirts. Let's go into fucking tickets. I have put thousands of dollars into tickets to pro wrestling, not just independent shows, not just other say. companies, but WWE. <coughs> Some of my yeah. fondest memories. Are of WWE. I can. Sh I. I. We're sitting here. We're shitting on this. But people have to understand. This company is the reason I am a pro wrestling fan. We're so annoyed because we are so invested. We're invested enough in this company to make a podcast about it. Like so, yes, there's AEW and Impact Wrestling. But if you noticed, we cover four, three WWE shows a week. Like. We we can't say it enough. They are the biggest wrestling company, and they put on a joke. I'm actually upset about what has happened. Here, here here's like, a fun fact for everybody. I I do go back on my nights off. I'm not saying every time I have a night off or an afternoon or something that I that I, you know, I I watch WWE. I go back. I I I've bought the AW pay per views through Fight. I've watched stuff like the first Double or Nothing probably you know six seven times. But 9 out of 10 times, if I have a night off, I have the WWE Network. I go back and watch. I watch the current documentaries. I, I watch some old stuff. I I still encapsulate my life with WWE. 
WWE, they're, they're swapping the network over to Peacock in the States. If that affects my viewing living here in Canada, I'm literally going to cancel my subscription and I'm going to go out of my way to VPN to get the network again because that exactly. is how much this, this business, this company, yes. this industry, that is like, how much it means to me. Like People need to understand if you are watching, if you are listening to us – when it says in, in our description, like on Twitch, we've got a bubble at the bottom that I did up here. And it literally says we are two lifelong pro wrestling fans. We are not casual. We are not here, there. This is my life. If somebody were to ever offer me the opportunity, I want to be a pro wrestler. I've never wanted anything more in my life. Every roadblock I've ever hit in my life has always come back around to the one thing I want to do with my life which is be a pro wrestler that is how much i love this stuff when i dropped out of college last year literally last year around this time the one thing i could always go back to was watching wrestling i could come to over to your place and we could watch wrestling and then all of a sudden the covid pandemic was going to take that away from us we weren't sure if we were going to get week to week wrestling anymore to... And that broke me again. I was sitting in a point where the one thing that was keeping me going and keeping me sane was about to be ripped from me because of COVID. And thank God for for Vince McMahon for figuring it out and See, for Tony Khan. We, we don't. We do not shit on Vince McMahon. I am so happy they made it work. Sure. Yes. Stuff happened in the period. Sure. You know, stuff should have. You know, more stuff should have happened. But we got pro wrestling. I, you, you speaking of it, you know, if you've ever struggled with mental health in your life, you know, you, you understand almost everybody has. If you haven't, you are very lucky. As somebody who has struggled with mental health for, you know, 90% of my adult life, the one thing that no matter what kind of a mood I'm in, I can sit and watch and it takes me away is pro wrestling. You talking about yes. when COVID hit. I actually, straight up being honest, because mental health is something that can be discussed, I literally, we, we, <laughs> we had a show, the world shut down the Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we had a show that following Friday that we were trying to figure out if we were going to go to, the only reason we hadn't bought tickets was because this COVID situation was worsening, we wanted to see where it was at, everything shut down the weekend prior. I literally, because not knowing whether we were going to have wrestling, they were trying to figure out if we were going to have Raw and SmackDown. They were trying to figure out if we were going to have an AEW. And AEW was, you know, still is one of my favorite things. It's got some of my favorite people in pro wrestling right now. I literally had a nervous breakdown in my apartment because I was like the one thing that I, I love to no end is being stripped away because of this you know there there's hours and hours and hours of content but yeah. the, the thought of going weeks months without you know having having this stuff to look forward to yeah well, literally and, tore me apart yeah you can call us crybabies and whatever especially because we are sitting here again shitting on this show but we feel this passion about this show and we think that like I get it. Some people probably can find a silver lining to this show. To me, as a lifelong wrestling fan, 
this did no service to any storyline that was going. I get it. If you're a casual wrestling fan, you look at this match. Oh, there was some competitive matches for sure. Why were they there? I, I have watched wrestling for so long, and I've seen some of the worst of the worst stuff. And we lived through the Katie Vick oh stuff. God. Oh my God. Just to put that out there, like we didn't necessarily watch it at the right time, but we lived through it because I've, I've it was still it. referenced. I've watched it since if I didn't see it live. I've watched it since. Like we've seen some of the worst stuff. This show, they are coming into WrestleMania. Like out of all the time of the year for this to happen. I, Technically, they're coming into Fastlane, but they are always building towards WrestleMania. We're on the point. road to WrestleMania. Yeah, exactly. Okay? We've literally got, okay, on this card. We're we... in the Fastlane to WrestleMania, if yeah. you want to play into WWE's wording there. Ugh. We've literally got, you know, two people on this show that were never supposed to wrestle again. Two of the greatest of all time that had their careers cut short due to injury, and they are back. And... The, the one, which is literally, like, not to take away from Brian. Brian's was, like, a story. But Edge's was this miracle story of it all. You know, n like I said, not to try and take away from Brian. But you had him whining and bitching. You had Daniel Bryan, who you're talking another miracle story. This was his life as well as Edge. A and we're yeah. getting bullshit thrown at us for it. That's just it. Like, we love Edge. And we literally saw him bitch and moan about stuff that he's done. I, I talked about it before. I, I love Edge, the 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 wrestler, the character, everything. I'm such an Edge head. You know, you you want to you want to be specific about it. I'm such an Edge head. I mentioned it. He tossed Orton over that top rope at the Rumble. And I had, you know, one of my best friends, Mitchell, you know, common friend of ours here. I had my niece here watching. His girlfriend was here. And I literally broke down and sobbed. That is what this this industry means to me. That's what edges win. That's how big of an edgehead I was. I literally broke down sobbing because it was this story. It was so amazing. Yeah. And And this is what we caught this week. Like, you've exactly. got to be fucking kidding me. Like, to continue on, so we had that, we were on the Street Profits match there. So that was, why did that exist? We had Corbin, who was an amazing competitor, and Zane, who's an amazing competitor. Not to take away the from Street the Street Profits, Profits. Like, who are amazing competitors. And And let's make another point. Who are the tag team champions right now? Dolph Ziggler, who has worked his fucking ass off. For how many years? And he, yeah. he's in random tag teams winning random tag titles. This man should have been the main fucking event for so long. And then you've got Robert Roode, Bobby Roode. I'm sorry. Can we go back a few years to NXT where he was literally the hottest fucking thing in pro wrestling? The fact the that... The glorious one? I'm, I'm sorry. Very rarely do you have fans so into you. That they are go they are gonna go out of their way to sing your entrance theme. They're when know, they see you, not even just like when your music is playing. When they see the person, yeah, like we've 
like we've got Chris Jericho right now. Chris Jericho is the big one right now that you can say. Um, like, uh, and it's happened to other people. Like, yeah. Angle had variants of it. Like, yeah. uh, the you suck and whatever. Yeah. And and like, even if you want to get specific about it, like like somebody like Finn Balor, it wasn't a singing along, but Finn had the lights and the da da ha, and and you could put a camera, a wide angle camera over top of an arena and if there wasn't a person doing it there was a or very making specific the... reason yeah because... or making the noise the same sound that the the sound like singing along almost yeah yeah like, like i just, it's just you have you have these two guys in a random fucking tag team with the tag titles in such a weird spot they haven't actually had a prominent spot on the show in fucking weeks their tag title win I, I, I couldn't even tell you when it was. That's how little I cared about it, which is sad. Check. <sighs> but I just, Check. I, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. And we're gonna move on to the next bit here. Uh, we we've only got a few more spots to 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 hit. We're gonna do our so predictions, and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna wrap up. We should be done probably within about 20 to 30 minutes um as a quick note to anybody listening we're going to try to shorten up the podcast a bit and we are working on our off time we're going to actually update and revise our format here to try and make it a better show for everybody listening going forward and as this stuff changes we will have announcements for everybody to know what is going on just to take a brief moment away take a breather and just let everybody know like we care about this podcast we care about building yeah. a community and we care about pro wrestling sorry yes. blake when did they win it they won it on january 8th 2021 oh they won it this were, year well we have been covering it i thought it was cool okay um but let, let's move on here we have the daniel bryan and, and edge uh promo and I'd say I cared the most about this. Yep. But yep. I didn't even really care about nope. it. I I don't And I hate to say it. I hate to say it. But let's move on to the Seth Rollins one because there's really nothing more we can say about that no. one that we haven't really already said. So Seth Rollins. Yeah. Uh, we want to talk about <sighs> competitors again. This gimmick what maybe is Cesaro. Well, we're gonna get to Cesaro. But yeah. Seth Rollins, this gimmick, like, yes, it is the very obvious route that they take when somebody's coming back to put them the route with something that's generally happened in, in recent memory. He just had a kid, you know, have him come back as a baby face. It was the route we all figured they were going, and they didn't. But the thing is, is they're not doing anything to make me care about this character. I'm sorry. His heel stuff to me only ever fully really worked when he was within the authority because that yeah. was the heel he needed to be. This heel doesn't work. In the authority, the heel he was, he got to hide behind literally the authority figures of yeah. WWE. He had exactly. Goonies to go out for him and and handle his dirty work that's what this character is trying to be with a different fucking you know coat of paint because authority finger, figures don't exist in the wwe anymore yeah like it's just got a different coat of paint on it but it's it, it you know and it's just not working 
And then we have Cesaro, who, I mean, you want to talk about the absolute most underrated. I shouldn't even say underrated. Most underutilized. Because 90% of people know how fucking good Cesaro Oh, yeah, no, they is. know how good he is. They just refuse to do anything with it. The best run he's had is the bar. The bar, people were so mad at the beginning, and him and Sheamus, you want to talk about another guy, even though he's gotten world title reigns, you know, Sheamus should have been more. He really should have been. You want to talk about two guys who took, you know, shit, basically, because it seemed like they didn't have anything planned for them, really, and they turned it into gold. They were they were actually as crazy as it sounds one of the WWE live events I went to I was I actually got so excited when I saw the bar announced because yeah. I had never seen Cesaro live and I was excited that I got to see it during the bar era Yeah exactly because that was his peak right now I hope it's not Exactly exactly but I just Okay so 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 we 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 get Cesaro right, and that's we we didn't get a match for him, but we give a match to Daniel Bryan and Jey Uso, an amazing <laughs> tag team competitor. Yeah, not saying that you know just because you know it's him and his brother that he can't be a singles guy, but he it I don't know but, they've got such potential. And to end this in a no contest. Yeah, like we've already... I mean, or I guess double s- count out, same thing. Yeah, we've already sung Daniel Bryan's praises and shit too. Like, Yeah, I so guess. let's talk about Jey Uso. Part of probably one of the best tag teams WWE has ever produced. <laughs> like... One of the most gifted men on the, on you the wanna see, roster. Like, here, here's my thing. You want to see probably one of, in my opinion, the greatest tag team feuds in history. And these guys made it work when when you look at it in writing, it should have never worked. You had the New Day and the Usos. I'm sorry, you had... Not the face Usos, the heel ones. Heel Usos along with the New Day. I'm sorry, I'm a huge fan of the New Day. I absolutely love the New Day. New Rocks. But how how much of a of a comedy thing are they? Like even though they're serious, they're tag champs and stuff like that. The New Day is is comedy. Comedy. One of my favorite Hell in a Cell matches. They fucking killed it, man. I I have seen every Hell in a Cell match WWE has ever produced, and it ranks near the top. And I don't think I have many Hell in a Cell matches in the past five-ish years or so, really since they made it its own gimmick pay-per-view, I don't have many matches that I'd be like, this is, you know, in my top. And since they painted it red, I have one that I can think of I liked. Yeah, but they absolutely tore the house down the New Day and the Usos. And it was (laughs) both sides. You cannot sit here and go, oh, well, you gotta give all the credit to the New Day, or oh, you gotta give all the credit to the Usos. All those guys worked their tails off to make it what it was 
and they made it believable. You had the Usos talking about the Uso penitentiary. You had the New Day saying, well, yeah, well, we might be this joke team, but just you wait. When when we really need to, we come in big. Yeah. Like, now, now in contrast, you have him in a potential spot where he's not necessarily in a tag team, but you could have him going for Big E's title. Yep. Yep. You could be giving him a somewhat prominent spot. Like, I just because we know they're going to be a tag team again when whenever Jimmy comes back, we know that's going to happen, hundred percent. Why not give him a singles run? We did it with Jeff and Matt. Yeah, we split them up. We've done it. Yeah, but but don't give him a singles run in this. Give him give him a meaningful singles run, and then pair them back up, and then or even have Jimmy come back, keep them apart for for another year, let them do their own things. And then bring the Usos back together. Like, have have the Usos come back together and make us care. Like, I just yeah. But and then to have this end in no contest. And then to finish off this show, not just even the no contest, but the fact that Reigns comes out and basically tries to kill Daniel Bryan, and then we see no sign of Edge. Well, he's the ultimate opportunist. He doesn't want the potential uh, competitor for the the title to to have a shot. Like, okay, but I'm... the thing is, if we get Edge and Brian versus Reigns and Jay, if I was Daniel Bryan, I'd be beyond pissed off. Yeah, like you know, this is a potential match. You saw it was a no contest, so so you should know that this is a match that's happening. Why wouldn't you come up, come out, and help me? But, I don't know, are we good to take this nuclear heat warning off? I don't know, are we? I think we are. We got a really good rant out. and We should probably change the title of this episode to ranting. Because we've done it for more than a half hour, I think. Yeah. Well, well, we'll close the nuke heat. We'll, we'll open up our, our predictions banner here for, for the, the video viewers. Um, thank you to anybody who just listened to, to that absolute rant and, and actually gave a shit because we, apologize. Like, we just, we care so much about this product across all brands. You know, I might be really heavily into AEW right now. That doesn't mean I don't care about WWE. WWE, if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be sitting here. I wouldn't be a pro wrestling fan. They are, you know, I I watched WWE solely for a long time. I found Impact Wrestling, you know, a little ways in. I watched, and it was TNA at the time. You know, I've watched other stuff since. I literally only know of Impact Wrestling slash TNA because of Jeff Hardy. And you know why Jeff Hardy's a name? Because of WWE. I guess you could say WCW, like, had him for a little while before wwe uh wcw never had jeff well i thought that they did for a little bit or no it was it was edge sorry nope i don't think so wasn't it one of those one of the tag teams one of them was on wcw for like a jobber role for a little bit uh i know the i know matt and jeff ran jobber roles for like razor and stuff like that inside of wwe yeah yeah, um... But I'm pretty sure uh, Adam Copeland wrestled 
Edge, WWF. Yeah, the local independent stuff in his early career. Canada Day, Sexton Hardcastle, M, whatever. Independent career. He won some kind of. He was on an episode of WCW Pro. On an episode. Okay. Sorry. So, yeah, I, I knew about the, the one episode then. But, yeah. So, like, still, we have these guys. Uh, yeah. We're just. So, yeah, like, I just. We care so much. I've I've watched. Even when I've fallen out of WWE, I'm not going to lie, I fell out of WWE for probably a solid year, and I watched very little of it. But, but you I can be damn sure, I, I watched clips, I watched Mania, I, I would watch pay-per-views, I would watch, even if I wasn't watching the weekly shows, if I knew a pay-per-view was really good, or I saw the card for it, there was once, I had no clue what the storylines were, but I would see the card the year I fell out of it, and I went... Oh shit. And I'd watch it. And yeah. I've since gone back since I've missed that year. And I've recapped that year. I've watched a lot of the stuff I missed from that year. Obviously, I'd, I haven't caught every show. But I caught right. all the important stuff from the year I missed. Because I just, I love this business. Yeah. And, like, I had the exact same issue. But when I fell out of WWE, I fell into TNA. Yeah. That's exactly like, what I when I fell out of WWE, I found TNA and New Japan. I see. I didn't find New Japan until basically when I met you. Yeah, um, which I means found, I didn't really know the Bucks as anything except for Gen Me until I met you. Yeah, but like, I I fell into New Japan. I found the likes of Fergal Devitt, Prince Devitt, who you know ends up being Finn Balor, one of my favorites. Like, Shinsuke I say one of my favorites. Nakamura. Shinsuke Nakamura. Like, I say one of my favorites. My list of favorites is, like, 300 long. Like You know the Wrestling 100 Pro list or whatever it's called? Like, the, yeah. the top 100? Yeah, that is basically my favorite wrestling because I love every wrestler. I'm, I've cheered for almost every wrestler at some point. I can, I can imagine. But never mind. Uh, but uh, breathe. <laughs> and it's just yeah, it's just difficult for for us to have these kind of stories to see them going this way, and we're like, why? Yeah. So, but uh, but yeah. So thanks for sticking around through that rant, yes. and, and yeah, hopefully. You know, hopefully there are other people out there who who feel the same way and stuff like that. Um, and like we say, if you loved SmackDown this week, private message us on Twitter. Tell, tell us, us why. why. We would like, love to know. Like, like that's the thing. Just because if we sit here and say we don't like a segment or we shit on a show or something like that, that's the most wonderful thing about pro wrestling is what one person might not like, the other person may. We have had on this podcast in the short short life it's had so far where my worst of the night was your best of the night or your best of, or or my best of the night was your worst of the night 
people have opposing views we're all allowed to that is the wonderful thing about pro wrestling i mean it, it as and as much as it's the wonderful thing about pro wrestling it's why the the online internet pro wrestling community is so toxic again why this channel exists yeah like I, it, it yeah. I'm... the boards are so bad that we think our voice needs to be heard as well like yeah. we want to try to be that voice of good inside of wrestling. Like I know that sounds rich from two Canadian boys who haven't stepped foot in a ring competitively. We want to see the best of all wrestling that has to offer anywhere in the world. I'm even talking about like UFC. I don't mind watching some mm-hmm. UFC. I watched I watched the Conor McGregor fights. I watched a lot of the Khabib fights. I, I'm just I used to watch UFC religiously along with my pro wrestling stuff. Exactly. Like we aren't just wrestling fans, we're combat sport fans. In my opinion. Yeah, yeah, I'd say so, yeah. Yeah, because I love this kind of stuff. I can't like I can't express it enough like it's it, it's just the the, it's the so people annoying. who get it yeah. get it if you don't quite know then I I don't know what we could say to make you understand yeah but um and we're not trying to be this opinionated we, we really aren't there's a reason we cover as many shows as we can and if we could cover more we would this isn't at this point a full-time job this is not paying our bills if it ever would you can be damn sure that any amount of pro wrestling that is out there we would be watching and doing a review for i'm pretty sure new japan just ran their show tonight as well yeah like we literally we watch just about as much as we possibly can while still giving ourselves a little bit of free time and like that's why that's why we cover impact that's why we cover wwe that's why we cover dynamite and the thing is is it shows that you can like all the stuff you can like certain things if you like AEW and you can't stand wwe at the moment just like AEW, don't hate the people who like wwe if it's the opposite way around just enjoy your wwe don't worry about the the AEW fans yeah, the, what the AEW fans are doing even if they are taking shots at wwe What does that have to do with what you as a fan enjoy? If you don't like what Caleb and I are saying on this podcast, as much as it sounds kind of rich from us having no viewers, really, don't watch. Yeah, everybody is allowed an opinion when it comes to professional wrestling. That's why, like, you are allowed your opinion. Yeah. But there's no reason that pro wrestling has to be a toxic space. Exactly. We, We want to voice our opinions in as um what what can i say so we want to be able to have open discussions with anybody about pro wrestling if somebody were to come on like tonight if somebody messages us and says on our next podcast they would like to talk to us about why smackdown has actually been good i welcome that i i would love 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 something like that because i i love the open discussion. I I love the, uh, yeah. the the idea of open discussion and that's just it. Like 
like we said on, on Twitter, tweet, private message, whatever, if you have a reason that SmackDown was good, and by all means, we'll read it. it, it we'll we'll bring it up in the next podcast. We'll we'll do what we can because we're if, not sitting If it's sitting really here. a worth talk point, we'll probably end up with you on the show if it's a great enough talk point. Like, yeah. Like, like, I don't want to speak for Caleb here, but like, if it's something we feel we could yep. debate with you on, that'll probably be good content. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and, and, you know, so, but anyway, anyway, we, um, with our news segments and stuff like that, we're on Twitter and stuff. So this is a continuation message us about our news segments and stuff like that as well. It helps us with every little part of this podcast. We yeah. want this podcast to be for wrestling fans by wrestling fans that that's we literally our change. tagline exactly we will change what you we are doing if you guys say what we're doing isn't quite working if you think oh we need to do this or we need to do that we will update what with the times we are absolutely listening and have our ears to the ground on everything but we can only hear so much so Tweet us, message us, do anything, keep us in the loop on any wrestling news at all over at Walking the Ropes. Pretty much everywhere, but if you really need to find it, it's at the link tree. Yep, yeah, literally everything is through the link tree. So, to finish this show up here within the next five minutes or so, uh, actually one of our shorter shows yet, which this will be a continuing thing, actually. Uh, Tonight's show, if it didn't require the rant, would have probably been around an hour, which is generally for... A lot of the shows, uh, the aim, like we said, we will be updating over the next few weeks of our plans that we are looking to implement probably post-Mania without making any... formatting and stuff. Yeah, without making any big changes prior to Mania, because Mania is such a crazy time anyways. Um, But but stay up to date with us. But uh, predictions. Um, Wrestling-free weekend in a pay-per-view sense, even though I'm probably going to sit and watch... uh, Quite a few different things this weekend, pro wrestling related. I I have a lot to watch pro wrestling related this weekend, but none of it's live. Um, it's just uh, my predictions going forward here. Ah, uh, well, Miz is gonna lose his championship. Miz loses Monday. Raw. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think we see Drew. Nope. Uh, and if we do, I'll be kind of surprised. Um. Yeah, because uh, and I know a lot of fans complained that Drew didn't show up. They're like, "Oh, well, why wouldn't he?" I was like, "Why would he?" And, and then I I praised that I even gave him like a performer of the night in a sense on that podcast because I liked it so much that he wasn't on it because it fed the story. Yeah, even if it's just he's not nursing injuries, he's pissed off. Yeah. Like, he doesn't want to be anywhere near this wrestling company because he feels robbed of his title or whatever. I don't care. Keep him off the show for the rest of the fucking month until Fastlane. Well, that's what I said. Have him come back at Fastlane. Screw the Miz over, you know, because I can only assume we're getting the rematch. Which, I I say it in that tone, it, it made me sound like I was complaining. Go and watch our Raw review, even just the end bits with, with me saying how much I'm excited for it. I'm just drained after ranting. <laughs> Yeah, if, exactly. Um, but uh, yeah, for Impact, um, we are likely getting the 
inclusion of the TNA World Heavyweight Championship into the yep. No Surrender That's match. That's generally the idea. And obviously, we're going to give our predictions through the week next week, too. So don't take these as yes. solid. They'll change, as we know. Um, I think that's going to be really the biggest thing from Impact. Yeah. Um, um, as far as that goes, AEW and NXT is probably just going to be slow builds for their... Well, actually, no. AEW's, for... AEW's going to be, uh, no pun intended, dynamite. Like, it's uh, going... It, it, yeah. It, it, uh, like, we've got some big matches. Uh, Paul White's supposed the to be there. Yep. Paul White's supposed to be there. We've got Shaq in the ring finally, however you feel about that. It's going to be something to watch to, to I'm find out. I'm interested to see what his gear will be. Um, uh, as as well as the, the in-ring debut of Jade Cargill, who I hope is an absolute fantastic performer, having she not seen anything. Stunning. Yeah. Like, 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 if she... And is... I'm meaning, like, ripped, not, like... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, um... Like, if she's able to come in and absolutely just do what she's been promoting herself to be able to do, I'm I'm going to be so happy. Um, NXT, yeah. uh, was it announced that we get EO and Tony this week? Do you oh, know? I think it was next week, I thought that we were getting... Um, we get the women's tag titles, and the tag titles are going to their rightful home with Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. Uh, we are not getting the tag team title match, the men's. If that's the case, then Dakota and Raquel have to defend against Lana and Naomi. Good, and I can't wait for Raquel to destroy them. <laughs> Taking nothing away from Lana and Naomi, but Raquel and Dakota deserve this. Um... Oh, I'm worried. Man. I want more Adam Cole build. I want uh, that, yeah, that I, bastard. I, I want it. I, I, I mean, he's starting to prove why the Young Bucks killed him. Um, yeah, uh, I likely will likely write off Caden Carter as well. Yeah. Um, going along with the storyline with Casey and all that, but I still think that ends with them joining at the end of it. Sure. And I, I look I, forward like, to seeing it. If it doesn't, like, I'm probably reading this story really wrong, but I just, I see it happening being this all-woman faction. Yep. And then to jump literally a week in advance here, uh, next week's SmackDown. I mean, I, I, I have I'm such not, a sour I don't have taste. any predictions for it, so I'm not going to say anything. I, I can't say anything. The main thing is I hope that they give us a proper build for Cesaro Rollins, because that's the way we're going. I hope they give us a proper build. In oh, they're going to swerve us, and, Rollin, and Cesaro's just all of a sudden going to be on Rollins' side next week. No. No. Yes. Uh, nope. I, 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 I will not believe it. But um, And and I don't even mean like we're going to get like Cesaro coming out and being like, I was wrong. No, they're just going to walk out together. No word said. So, well, with all that, being said for this episode I do, you, <laughs> do you have anything else to add blake uh thank you everyone for watching for listening to us rant here as we stated you know with our news segments and stuff to to keep us up to date um it helps our news segments work better it helps everything run better um and just yeah uh if you need 
any more information or links. It's all in the link tree. And I'm, I assume, well, actually, yeah, it is. It's right at the bottom when you go in our Twitch description, I think it's called. Yeah, yeah, the panel area, the about section, stuff like that. It's uh... Yes, it's actually linked twice, right at the start there, and yep. then in the actual link tree link spot. Yep, so... Uh... Yeah, with that all being said, uh, with the link tree, you can find absolutely everywhere we're available. Many, many podcast platforms, YouTube for the video VODs, uh, live on Twitch multiple times a week. Uh, If we are not on a podcast platform that you listen on, which I mean, we're on so many, I'll be surprised if we're not. But if we're not, let us know. We will try and get on. We are all about getting ourselves out there. Um. And then, yeah, you can find our social medias. And then if you want to and you are able to uh, to support us um, even further beyond that, which it, it is not needed one bit, even just your, your listens, your follows, your tweets, stuff like that mean the world to us. But uh, if you are feeling generous, there are ways to support us, which are currently our Redbubble store uh, where there is the design of our new logo up on it. Um, which, uh, yes. as I keep saying, there are more to come, which there is. Obviously, it just takes time to get these designs done. Um, as well as we have a tip page for a direct tip to us. Um, th- those are all in the link tree. That is where you find absolutely everything. Yep. Um, absolutely. Yeah, the link tree is your most useful thing to find us on. Yeah. So with all that being said, thank you for tuning into this edition of Walking the Ropes. Uh, the next one will hopefully be less rant filled. <laughs> Let's hope. Let's hope. Uh, but this rant needed to happen at some point, and I guess this was the show to do it for. So I literally said we hadn't pressed the button in a while on the last show. Yeah. So there, there we were. Um, so with that being said, thank you absolutely everybody for tuning in and supporting us thus far. Uh, We look forward to continuing to create this content uh, going forward. And uh, thank you for watching and listening. Take care. See you later.